Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the NJ Multi-Species Podcast. I am Joe Santiago. Here is my partner, of course, Chris Pereira. Tonight's guest, Justin Yanetta, uh, RVTA's 2022 Fisher Person of the Year, Junior Fisher Person of the Year, and the owner of Big Buck Baits. Uh, makes all kinds of customizable soft plastics at very affordable prices. So we'll get into all that lure making. Yeah, real, uh, real awesome. Right in, huh? I said it was real awesome. And, and like, uh, didn't miss here, Joe. The kid is 16 years old and he's he's got all this under his belt already. Yeah, he does. He's accomplished more than most of you have. So um, <laughs> moving on, Chris. We'll get right into fishing. I have a feeling that this guy, this kid's going to be on for a while because he has a lot to talk about. So let's get right into fishing reports and some news. I know Andy's still. And also, I'll just throw this out as a side note. There's some businesses that are starting to come on to the Mayhem page, and they're starting to post some advertising stuff. They're getting a little discouraged about Andy still. Don't. <laughs> Just block them and keep posting, all right? Everyone's used to Andrew still. Uh, he's just a part of it. If you want to fish in New Jersey, you have to deal with Andrew still. It's part of the deal here. Just I mean, wait. look, I, you're welcome to block him, yeah, but, I mean, just if you, give it a chance. It's, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, <laughs> just... Just go along with it. It's great. He it's is going fun. to troll everything. He, he trolls my post. He trolls Chris' post. It doesn't matter. He's going to troll the post. I look forward to it. I mean, once I you too. embrace it, you look forward to it. But if it's not for you, sure, just, you know, block him. You don't have to worry about it. I but can't don't... stand trolls. I'm easily irritated by trolls, but I love Andy. I, he, his trollism is just great. It's the best. It's the same thing gonna... over and over. I don't think he's going to like to hear that. I think he likes to bother you, and I don't think he wants to hear that. So now nah, I think, he, I think he knows he doesn't bother me. He doesn't bother me. I, I don't think he really has any gripes with me anyway. I just hope he gets you one day. He'll get me eventually, but most... Well, he did say... What did he say? He says all kinds of shit about me with this, but... All right, whatever. Moving on. Uh, you have a Lake Pack on Guide service report from Mr. Aaron Graybill. Um... Before his report, I fished, um, what night was that? Friday night, I finally got to take Scott Carroll and Lori, his girlfriend Lori. We went with Ed Hutter. Um, I finally got to take him out for night fishing, and it was awesome. Uh, Scott Carroll hooked his first hybrid, and it was just ripping drag, dude. It was um, the That's fish his first one? Uh, no, nah, it's, it's his first one in a while. I think he's only uh, gotten small ones. He hooked into a real good, and Scott Carroll's like one of those guys who gets real excited when he catches a fish. So like the drag is just burning on his rod and he's like freaking out and he, he loved it. We got a nice picture of him with it. Ed was there. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. They loved the lake. Unfortunately, I I tried my hardest. I was not able to get Lori hooked up with one, but hopefully next time I, I will. Say, I, didn't, I didn't see any pictures. I really tried. Chris, I really tried, and honestly, I gave her the best lure. Um, of all the lures, Dude, I gave it to you her. You know what? I bet you Scott 
was just you're saying he was excited I, dude she always outfishes him when they go trout fishing so I he know. was probably over the moon there's probably stains on your boat from how he was so was. no we were on ed's boat we took ed my boat only takes three ed could take four so we oh took that's ed. right i forgot you don't trailer your boat anyway you're yeah, fucking lazy i don't trailer my boat but uh, yeah, he, it was, we had a lot of fun. They took so many pictures of the lake. Uh, they loved it. And he's already asking like, when are we going back this weekend? He's ready. So that was awesome. So you have, uh, fishing. So the fishing was pretty good for us. We'll see what Aaron's report is. Yeah. I mean, uh, night fishing in, in general is, has been pretty good. I mean, certain lakes, it, te- it seems to happen later for whatever reason, um, I, I kind of feel like it has to do with the moon, but then something will, it, it'll just contradict itself. And then I'll be back in square one. And it's just like, if basically, if you can stay out there all night, it can turn on like a light switch. If you're pounding away at them, it could turn off like a light switch. That's the best. If you're getting them early and it turns off, give it an hour. And if nothing happens you go home and go to sleep usually it usually doesn't turn back on until right before the sun comes up as far as the night fishing goes but uh i mean lake opac on guide service is also reporting stripers being caught during the day out in open water guys are trolling them out in the deeper water <clears throat> 30 45 feet i um, saw a pic- i saw pictures i saw a lot of pictures of them holding nice stripers in the daylight yeah, those fish are being caught out in over the open water, 30, 45 feet, they're reporting. They're trolling? I don't know if they're trolling, but yeah, that's, I mean, the report is saying guys are catching hybrid stripers out trolling. I mean, that could mean a lot of things. That could mean trolling lures, it could be trolling, slow trolling herring, it could be just drifting the herring, call, you know, that's basically trolling, right? I mean, there's a couple of ways you could do it. But if you want to look for these fish during the day, you're looking out in this open water, basically. that's Well, one thing I've been noticing at night, when, when I'm finding spots that are more active and there's a lot of bait with a lot of fish activity, it seems like it's a lot less hookups compared to a spot where there's nothing going on. And yeah. You, you, you get no, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely not wrong. I mean... It sometimes just seems like there's so much bait there that you and, and you're you're if you're doing it right, you're using a lure that's supposed to stand out from these bait. Like it's a little bit bigger. It's it's a little bit bigger than the baits, right? It's not you know ridiculously bigger. It's still you're still matching the hatch, but it's it's bigger than these baits. It's standing out a little bit. Maybe it's making some some guys like to use the rattle ones. Some guys use like to use the silent ones. I mean, but yeah, you're right. It just seems like sometimes there's so much bait in certain areas that you just you're hearing fish pound bait, and sometimes you just can't get bit. But other times, if you if you stick it out, it sometimes you get the right angle on your cast, or you get the right retrieve. Sometimes just dead sticking it for what feels like forever will get you bit in those situations. Yeah. But I I mean, sometimes I'll sit there. I'll try all kinds of stuff. I'll go through every kind of pause it, jerk it, fast boat, hit it from the side angle, hit it down the, the rocks or bounce it off the rocks, uh, go through like 20 lures and you still won't get bit. It, we call it the trap. Like sometimes you just get trapped 
and two and a half hours go by of you listening to feeding fish. And if you're lucky, you've caught one or two. And in hindsight, you always think, oh, God, I bet you if I kept looking, if I just left this area and looked, maybe tried to find like an edge of this bait or something. But it's tough to do in the moment when there's fish blowing up bait right next to your lure as you're bringing it in at night. It's it's tough to leave that. But I think sometimes it, it is the right move. It is. You have to do it. Yeah. And it does suck. So moving on from Lake Pacon, uh, Jen Wong, I talked to him. He caught a uh, largemouth crappie and bullhead catfish all on uh, lures. He said everything is getting very, very active except for pike. He said he's having a very tough time finding pike willing to bite. Why would that be? Oh, I, I just got in before we started recording. I didn't even get to eat my dinner because I was pike fishing. And I got to agree with him. I mean... Look, I, I've been out twice for pike so far in the last two weeks, and we had uh, we had two the one time, you know, average size fish, and then this time, one fish, small, pretty small fish, maybe twenty five inches. So pike fishing's tough right now. I mean, look, I'm sure. I'm, I just did it both times based off land. I'm, I think that's how he usually fishes too. I haven't jumped in the kayak and really like explored. I think what's happening is like when you're fishing from the shore for him, you have these, these spots that the fish kind of go to when it's, when it's warm or whatever. And the water's still pretty cool. It's still, you know, we're not in summer yet. It, you know, I think these fish are just moving around a lot. I think if, I'm assuming, and maybe hopefully someone could chime in that has jumped in the kayak and did some exploring pike fishing wise, just covered water hitting those laydowns and stuff. I would assume that they're doing better because th- these pike got to be active. They got they're eating. There's no doubt in my mind. It's just they haven't been, you know, congregating in these shore spots yet that you hit from shore usually, and the and the you know. These, these birds are tough to hit on foot. You kind of, you know, there's a lot of brush and stuff. You can only hit certain areas. Um, I mean, hell, they're tough to fish from the kayak a lot of times, too. There's so many laydowns. You got to pull your kayak over stuff. So it's whether you're fishing from shore or kayak, I guess you're, uh, <coughs> there's pros and cons to each, or, you, you know take it one well, way or the other just looking at the skillful and uh skillful angler board a northern pike no entry it's empty yeah uh, it's, it's not surprising we didn't have a nice fishing season um you know a lot of guys don't really start target if, other than ice fishing a lot of guys don't start targeting till like now um so it's well, not surprising i mean the other news here with the skillful angler, uh, Joe Berg and the ninja, uh, he just continues to strategically eliminate people across this board. How, how many do they got right now? He attacked my sunfish, which we we said was sacred ground. He went after it and took it at 10 and a quarter. Uh, Dwayne Chapman took the hybrid striped bass, NJ Swatch, 
but we know that's not going to hold for more than a, about 30 seconds. Um, Dwayne's is 24 and three quarter. Joe Berg and Sunfish is 10 and a quarter. I could beat that, I think. No I mean, anyone could maybe beat it, but that's a, that's a, that's a tough fish. I mean, here's I was what, looking at. Here's what's interesting. I just want to say this. All right. So. But if you just go through, you got Yellow Perch, Joe Bergen. He's a he's a mayhem member, right? Move on to Walleye. Now there's two guys here for Walleye, Andrew Noonan and David Brodsky, both with 25 inch fish. But the girl, Katie Lynn, that won the Lake Ontario trip, she just showed a picture of a skillful angler 26 inch walleye. And Ed Hutter, when we were out with Scott Carroll, caught a 26-inch walleye. So two Mayhem members are going to take the split on walleye. Did Rainbow Trout. I mean, did they get good pictures? You know for sure. I mean, I was with Ed, and she has them posted on Med uh, on um, Mayhem. They're already certif- certified her fish. 26 okay. inches. Oh, right. Rainbow Trout, right. Frank Rosinski, Mayhem. He's in Mayhem. Sunfish, Joe Berg, and Mayhem. Striped hybrid bass, Dwayne Chapman, mayhem, but he's about to be beaten by me, who's mayhem. Did, did your fish get certified, though? Not yet, no. Smallmouth bass, was Chris Pereira, member of mayhem, beaten by Joe Bergen, mayhem. Salmon, Atlantic, uh, Atlantic landlock, James Conley, 24 and a half. Is he mayhem? I don't know him. Um... I'd have to look at the picture. The name does not ring a bell off the top of my head. No. Well, whatever. Point being, uh, well, I didn't. I didn't submit my. I didn't submit my saltwater stripers yet either. I mean, I got all those on on rulers. There's no entry in that, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There's been set two the bar only two, a black, a blue, a 32 inch bluefish and a 13 and a half inch kingfish, both by George uh, Horvath, same guy. Uh, but yeah, Joe Bergen, like I said, I, I called him out at the beginning of the season, and he really has. I mean, maybe we should have never yeah. had him. Well, you really set a fire under his ass for whatever reason, so I'm going to do I don't, the opposite I don't right think, now. I don't think I set a fire under his ass. He just hasn't been measuring his fish for years. This is what he always does. Just now no, he's no. measuring them. No, bullshit. I fished with him. He didn't catch fish like that. You lit a fire under his ass. All right, and he just went balls out, going after these giant fish. I'm, you know, I, the guy just went nuts. He went. You said, you know, or maybe I said it. I don't know. We we ah, those fish aren't as big as you're saying that. No, he went nuts. And so now I'm gonna do the opposite, and I'm gonna say right now, within the next couple of weeks, someone knock one of Joe Bergen's fish off that leaderboard. Joe. We will have some kind of prize for the person who knocks one of those fish off of Joe Bergen. You're putting a bounty on uh, Joe Bergen? I'm putting a bounty on Joe Bergen's leaderboard fish, yes. All right, so if you knock Joe Bergen off the uh, skillful angler list and you're a Mayhem member, we'll buy, we'll buy them something from uh, Justin Yanetta's Big Buck Bait site that they want. We'll get them a, a All right, bag. That's fine. Fine, deal. 
All right, actually, let's go right into it. Let's bring in Justin Yanetta. Let's get him in here. All right, so our next guest, who we finally got in flawlessly, is 2022 Round Valley Junior Fisher Person of the Year and the owner of Big Buck Baits, established 2022, Mr. Justin Yanetta. How's it going, everybody? There he is. Going on, bud. Right in. He can't climb right in. No problem. Because he's young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you do to come in so flawlessly? Just press the answer button. That's all I had just, to do. Just press the answer button. How many guests did we have before him? Too many. Uh, probably 12, <laughs> 10, maybe 9. Justin, let's get right into it. You're 16 years old. You're from New Jersey. Yep. Uh, you won Fisher Person a year last year for Round Valley. Your dad won too. Um, what made you start getting into this? We've had one bait guy on here already, Adam Mihara, who hand carves uh, wooden lures. Now you're a completely mm. different thing. Now molding, yeah, completely different life. ballpark. What um, made you get into this? There's just something about, you know, you go to the store and you'll buy nine pack of soft plastics. You'll go to the store and buy soft plastics and you're using them, you're using them. You catch one fish and they're broken. Um, A hybrid, a walleye, they got good teeth. They fight great, but they'll break your soft plastic first try. Um, I think my whole goal and the whole reason I started it was because, you know, I want to provide a better environment, a better, just a better experience for you guys that use them because I know that they're not going to break on the first try and they'll, they'll last you for a long time, depending on like saltwater, freshwater, um, I, I had a customer the other day that was blue fishing, sent me a picture of one of my five-inch swim baits. He caught seven bluefish on one swim bait without it ripping. And those bluefish, they're very toothy, and I was even surprised that it held up that much. Um, but now he's a repeat customer, and he, he loves the swim baits. Can't get enough of them. I mean, that sounds crazy. I've seen, I mean, bluefish will chop through... 50 pound line like a pair of scissors i mean yep that's crazy so so you have some kind of special uh concoction that you use to make the plastic that makes it somehow super durable i guess that's that's pretty much it um it's this liquid called plastisol it's liquid plastic you heat it up right. to a certain degree and um i i put a couple other things in the plastic you know, a little a secret formula I got going on. Um, it makes them yeah, a lot yeah. more durable. Uh, for example, here I have a pretty much a swimming mullet. I mean, looks identical to gold. Um, right. th- these are great for fluke. And these just, even the tail, just, it's yeah. not, it's, it's really hard. And, like, if you try, you you know, a fluke isn't going to rip that on the first try. I mean, try. eventually it's going to break. Eventually right. it'll break, obviously, because they're toothy, you know, yeah, toothy mouth. Some, if you could, if you could you make, make something invincible plastic, 
Yeah, <laughs> you'd already that's... be rich. You wouldn't be on this podcast talking to exactly. us. Exactly. Now, how, so, this this body is just you can't you can't rip it. How yeah. do they? How do those compare in price to gold? So I sell them for four ninety nine for a pack of nine, a, a dollar a piece, and gulp I think is eight ninety nine for a pack of pack of. Now four. what about the set now? Because you know that's going to be the first thing everyone. Bre- oh gulp, you got to have gulp. It's you got to have gulp. the scent, the juice. It, so I, you know, on my website you could choose what scent you want. I have crawfish scent, garlic scent. Uh, if you want to get into salt water, I have bunker scent, uh, shredded crab, herring. Um, shrimp, so it's pretty much yeah. just like an oil-based liquid. Um, so I'll put it in there, but that that stuff is strong, uh, especially the bunker scent. You can smell that from a mile away. Yeah. Did Did you say you have squid too, or not yet? I do not have squid yet. Actually, I do have squid. It's just not on the website yet. Oh, Same okay. thing with yeah, the shredded crab. What would be, what would sure be like the what what would be the, like the comparable one to just gulp like normal gulp juice? What is it? Is is I think like gulp is just like a water based um, scent. Yeah, I, I, it is really strong. I, to be honest, I couldn't tell you what it's made of. Um, to me, to me, the gulp just smells like paint or something. It, it doesn't smell it's, like it's not like, like bait. bait fish. Yeah, it's like it's like a chemical. I don't know. But the scent that I use, it, it, if you smell a bunker and you smell this scent, identical. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you could buy your, I could buy yours plain, right? And yeah, and dip it in the gulp scent. juice. You could, yeah, you could do whatever you want you with it. Yeah, there's all kinds of paste. You could rub paste scent on there. You can do whatever yeah. you want, really. The, the the important thing is the it's actual bait. So you have a, you have yeah. a bait here that's gonna move. I I would bet money that your baits move better than the gulps. The gulps don't move that well. It's it's all about that scent thing. And it's, I, I, that's, that's I go pretty back much it and with forth. The gulp. Yeah, I mean, I go back and forth myself. Like, ah, does it make a difference? Does it not make a difference? Sometimes it seems like it doesn't. Sometimes I convince myself that maybe it does. And, you know, I, I don't know. But I, more importantly, I think, is the movement of the bait. And hands down, your bait's going to move better than the gulp just because of the flexibility of the plastic. I think, you know, they're even like just holding it now. It's, it's all over the place, yeah. you know, yeah, especially you can in the water. By looking at it, you can tell just oh, by yeah. seeing it on video that it moves. It's better. Well, it yeah. moves yeah. better. When but it's also, it up, I, could I could do water tests and, you know, I, not only does this, does this thing move, but this new six inch grub that I have, they, they're crazy all over the place. Tail movement is absolutely insane. Um, I just made a batch for a customer. They sent me a picture of a gulp color. I believe it was fire tiger. It was like an orange and a yellow with black flake. And I, I made it and they were extremely satisfied with how they came out. And the durability was just on point. They said, um, they said they couldn't get any better than that. If you make, so you can, you can match colors, you can make custom colors. Are you charging any more for stuff like that, or is it still that base price that you set? So basically, say, for example, you want a, like a pink and a white gulp, a top and bottom yeah. color. It's, it's going to be the $4.99, same price. Um, but if you wanted to do something like a tail color, uh, that'd be yeah. different. 
So you can you can have yeah. a pink body, a pink and white body with a chartreuse tail, white and chartreuse tail. I mean, if you can think of a bait in your head, I can pretty much make it. Just a, the main difference is the the tails, um, and I mean that's pretty much it. Just scent is a little extra, twenty five cents, fifty cents, um, and I can make baits uh, glow. I can make them UV. Um, for example, if I here's a, a chartreuse frog, um, right? Yeah. From a, a customer in Florida, I can turn these lights off behind me. Not sure if you could tell. Oh yeah, you can kind of see it. It's part, yeah. I could, I could turn the, I could. That you should be able to hear. I could turn the lights off, make it a little easier. Because these things are very, very glow. I mean, I myself am and shocked at how how these glow. Oh wow! Yeah, now I can see. Oh yeah, see, it's like night and day difference. And so you could do that to like a swimming mullet. Yeah, pretty much. So these these swimming molds that I made here, uh, these are glow. Um, you so I, you can't. You're not going to be able to tell right now, but you know if you charge these up or leave them out on the boat, they're not like regular gold. I'll go turn the lights on now, where they're going to dry up, and because you you bought the worst feeling is buying a bag of gold and you don't even use it and they're all dried up. So oh, yeah. it's like you're wasting your money. It's like I gotta be there's a no brain. Be honest. Yeah, I mean look, I think I'm probably speaking for like ninety percent of saltwater anglers. I hate that gulp works. Right? So if I had something that worked just as well I'm not using gulp anymore. I, I hate that if you forget to take it off the hook, it dries out, and you gotta like knife it off your hook because it's rock hard on there. I hate that if you leave it out, it dries out. You, the bag leaks. The the stuff gets everywhere. It, it's annoying. <laughs> That's just straight yep. up annoying. It seems to get and, everywhere, even with the bag closed. Like even with the bag closed, the oil all over. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's nasty. It's, it gets through anything. There's no way to stop well, that. Yeah, well, that yeah, well, that liquid is made to penetrate that plastic uh, material of the lure, so it also penetrates like any kind of seal you have on a container. It just eventually gets through it. It's annoying. Yep. But um, I, I wanted to real for what just on a side note. So this guy in Florida mm. that wanted those frogs to glow, I've never I've never heard of that. I've never used a glowing frog. So. This this chartreuse color, um, it it much glows just the chartreuse, um, but then I can add this powder, this glow powder, so that when you charge it up in just a little bit of light, you can your phone, the sun, um, it, you'll see it glow at night blue. Um, I'm sure they do a lot of snakehead fishing down there, um, and apparently it's pretty good fishing at night uh, with some glow frogs, topwater frogs. Just twitching them on the top of the water. Apparently, it's it's like lights out down there. Um, but sense. a lot of people do request the glow, um, especially if they're fishing. You know, for example, with a with a gulp. If you're fishing deep water, just charge it up a little bit, shoot it down there, and that's yeah. pretty much it. Um, that 
they love it. Uh, I just had somebody in multi-species posted a picture of a fluke. I'm not sure if you guys saw uh, that he Yeah, caught. Mike. I'm not Mike sure if... Man. Yeah, Mike. I, I'm not sure if he used a swimming mullet or a six-inch grub, but I know it was it was one of those because I sent them to him. Um, and I, I believe those were all glowing UV. Um, seems to work to me. I mean... He limited out three days in a row. Or four. Yeah, I mean, three or four mornings in a row. Gotta work, you know? I mean, that's enough for me this. to want to try them, that's for sure. I ask this question all the time because I, I and I, usually no one knows the answer, but with gold, it's mm-hmm. like the biggest soft plastics bait on the planet, but then one of the most widely used uh, soft plastics is the paddle tail, and mm. and uh, gulp doesn't even make one. Like, what what do you think that's about? They, they do. They have it's garbage. I, I'm, it's they terrible. have that's why uh, you've like never seen. They don't have a paddle tail. Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, they they have paddle tails. You've, they have like you've a never three inch. Seen it? Because yeah. they're bad. You, they're horrible. Their minnow they is like that fork tail. Fork tail. Yeah. Like um like these things, right? A little paddle tail oh, one. It doesn't even move. It's it's awful. That's why you never seen it. Like they're they're uh their yeah, fork tails are like this, just yes. like that. Yeah, I'm looking for the tail like the Kitech, the paddle. The paddle, okay. Yeah, I, no, I'm that, telling you, I don't they think... do have it. It's they just, do. I've, it's I've, garbage. 100%. It's it, trash. It breaks. It breaks. It's easy to break. It doesn't it's... move. Well, the it, sunnies it... always bite it right off, but oh, yeah. I, lo- I love the paddle. I hate that fork tail. Yeah. I, I do make, I make a lot of paddle tails, actually. Um, three inch, 3.5 four and a five inch my my favorite's definitely the five inch and the four inch they got some amazing action and like i was talking about earlier with the bluefish if you're using them for salt water i can use some salt water plastic that's a lot more durable than fresh water and the, it'll last you who knows how many stripers it could last you if it lasted this guy seven bluefish i'm sure it could last 10 striper you know yeah, we j- we use crazy. them to jig um we jig lake trout with them with the four inch paddle tails a lot. Yeah, like yep. when I'm using Kitex after one or two fish, it's falling there, apart. It's over. Yep. It's garbage. Yeah, yeah. No, I won't use. I won't even use a Kitex for that. It's it's a waste. So yep. what's the shipping like on this? Because it seems like you have a better product here, and there's a lot more options and customization available. Is it how long does it take to get this stuff? So, depending on your order size, um, you know, if you order 10 packages, it's going to take me, you know, a little longer than it would um, a, you know, two packages. Um, it doesn't take me that long. If, if you have a simple plane, for example, these are some custom Junebug Sankos. Um, and, you know, these I can crank out in, in one night. One package, it'll literally take me one night. I'll ship it to you next day. Now, how um, much is that bag? So this, I think these are coming a pack of nine for seven ninety nine, and they last about five to fifteen bass, depending on the size of the bass, of course. See, I could, I, I feel like after he leaves, I could go on this website and just sit there for hours and like switch the color of the tail with the body and i'll just be uh 
you can you customize know, it however you want, pretty much. You I know mean, how I am. Sky's the limit. Coming up with shit for hours. Yep. Dude, and, and, and like, I, I mean, it's not just for fun either. Like, all right, so a couple of years ago, I, I used to dabble in the the plastic making lures and stuff. And the main reason I did, I never did it like you, like I wanted to, to sell some kind of superior product or anything like that. I just wanted to make my own stuff in the color, the exact color that I wanted. Like yeah, I never could find the color thing. I wanted. And so I, and that's what I was going to ask you too about your mold. So I used to, um, I had this, this pourable silicone that mm. you basically, I'd, so I'd make a lure out of clay. If I wanted to make a unique lure, I'd make something out of clay. I'd, I'd cook it, harden it. And then I'd pour the silicone around it to, and then it mm -hmm. would set and I'd cut it and I'd have the silicone mold of whatever I just made. Yep. And I made all kinds of stuff. And then you'd pour, and then you'd heat up the plat, the plastisol like you're talking about and you'd, and you'd make it whatever color you want and you'd pour it in. And mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, like, it's, it's a pain. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass, honestly. Like if you don't like doing it or you don't, you probably have this this system where you can really knock it out. I never really got that system. I just like it, it became annoying, and I would I, you know I could still do it if I wanted to. I don't I don't really do it that much anymore just because it's annoying. But having those custom colors was a game changer. I would go. Definitely. I made this one bait, and I went and it's just a color that no matter what they've never seen because I just invented it. I just made mm -hmm. it out of like scratch it and it resembled you know like the bluegills that i was catching in, in this lake and i went there at the to this lake that i'd fished for probably seven years at that point and in two trips there i caught two of the biggest bass i ever caught there in wow. seven years and it just it can't be a coincidence that it was just this oh i'm sure day. i'm sure he has a bag of uh certain colored lures that he doesn't share with anyone <laughs> i, I have oh, my, yeah. my specialty colors you know um <laughs> he's got like, the round value uh tournament winning colors he doesn't sell those no those are those are secret you gotta pay extra for them so let, let, let's ask about that with the round valley now are you fishing on your dad's boat with him or are you yeah. on a separate so you're on his boat but you're against yep. each other are you that, I mean, this year, yes, we were against each other. Uh, last year was a little different because I was a junior, but we we pretty much split the boat in half. He gets one side, and I'll get the other side. So he'll have his downrigger and whatever else he's using, <laughs> his planer boards and all that on his side. He puts whatever lures he wants out on his side, and then on my side, I'll put whatever I want out on that side. And whatever fish is on your side is your fish. So on the first tournament of the year, I guess your side did better than his side. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, well, who's that, driving I the mean, boat? Well, he's doing the trolling motor stuff, so you know, I get a little, I get a little bit more freedom. No, it's a 50, uh, 50 split down the middle. He's got one side. He has the other side. That's it. I think that's well, the best way to do it. When me and Joe did the tournament, right? So Joe set up all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Mark was driving the boat. Yep. I grabbed the rod with the fish, reeled the reeled the fish. It was like, whose fish is it? I'm like, ah, it's Joe's. Yeah, let, let, let it be Joe's. <laughs> no, no, no. Just let him take it. 
I I grabbed the rod and popped the planer board and set the hook, then gave no, the pole to Oh, yes, I did. No, you didn't, because I don't take rods handed to me, ever. Well, who waited in? Board. Who waited in? You guys didn't know how to pop the board. I popped the board and then handed the rod over. I want to pop the board. I have my own boards. It wasn't the first time I was trolling. I popped the board. No, ask Mark. Mark, we're going to... We're going to need your answer, just the reply under this uh, stupid YouTube video. <laughs> he doesn't well, who weighed the fish in? Me. So, I, you know, you got to argue here. He weighed the fish in. Well, because in, I said you, you could weigh the fish in. in. There yeah, you but go. I said the I'm, line. I'm not, a big, look, I'm not a big fan of trolling. I would rat, I want to jig the fish. Jig. So yep. I gave it, it to Joe. A lot of it was people trolled. Don't like Joe it. could have it. A, a lot of people don't. And I want to I want to talk about this because, you know, I I've met people where it's either strictly trolling, strictly jigging, and it's it's hard to find people in between. Um, you know, me and my dad, we love a little bit of both. You know, well, if we're not doing good trolling, we'll stop and jig for a little bit and catch a, a few. Def not at the valley. We don't jig at the valley. Uh, Merrill Creek will jig for Lakers. Um, that's probably my favorite place to do it. Um, but, you know, if trolling slows down, switch to jigging, give them a little better presentation, and, you know, sure enough, you're catching fish again. But I know people that they'll, they, hate, they hate trolling. They'll never do it. They're, it's just something about it. And I get that, too, because – um, you know, sometimes you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's kind of annoying. You're not doing anything. You're just driving the boat. And I, I like to cast too. Sometimes I'll get impatient and want to cast, but it's, it's definitely better for covering more water. You have more lines out and I, I'm a fan of both. I, I can't argue if, if somebody says we're trolling, I'm fine with it. If somebody says we're jigging or casting, I'm fine with it. Um, it's just, it's hard to find people that like both. I know me and my dad uh, like both. Uh, Reddy Salisi, he got, he got me and my dad into jigging and casting. And, you know, he likes both too. They're, you can't go wrong. No, and I, I know I said I, I don't actually hate trolling. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'll do both. Like, you got to adjust to whatever is going to work best, in my opinion. But yep. you're right. There are some people that, no matter what, they will you can't not do one them. or the other. My big, got, my big thing that I can tell you is, and the, um, these guys can definitely tell you because they have the. To, first of all, to win that Fisher Person of the Year, you have to be, you have to basically fish every tournament, and you have to do well in every tournament. Yep. The preparation that goes into trolling that lake, and this is why, like, if my kids are going fishing, like, we go jigging because I just have to you grab can't. three rods and throw yep. them in the truck and we're out of here. When mm -hmm. we go troll around Valley, I'm up for hours the night before getting, getting everything ready, rods boards ready, and lures, lines, I mean, lures. You're it's, talking, it's controlled chaos. There's, that's that's yeah, but, all it is. In all honesty, there's probably more prep time than there is involved in actually fishing. Like it's that much dedication. All these it's, different. You got to put your mind to it. Or, it's it, it's a lot involved, but 
it's very productive. And like I've told people before, I mean, that seems to be the way to do it. I mean, obviously everyone is going to get lucky at some point, but you're going to be consistently outfished unless you do that. You just can't. Definitely. As much as Chris doesn't want to admit, <laughs> there's no way around it. For it's just, you Valley, just got to adapt. Right. And, and Gulp doesn't make a paddle tail. Yes, Does it? Do. No. 100%. I swear I saw it earlier because I was looking up gulp colors to recreate. Listen, Justin, uh, you probably don't know this yet, but Joe just goes completely wrong on at least one thing during every episode, and he dies on that hill every time. That's not true. This is, this is the hill he's going to die on for this episode. I'm Okay, so he's now he's gonna waste we, the rest we, of your time. Check? You're not wasting. Should we? No, you're not gonna, I think not gonna waste this kid's time. Uh, there's a Berkeley want... Gulp saltwater. It looks like a piece of shit. That doesn't count. Yeah, that's the I one we're talking about. That's the one we're talking about. All right, whatever. All right, so Justin, the big tournament that's coming up, July 23rd. I know I got the the uh, the other RVTA guys. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, so. The Grand Slam. This is the Round Valley Grand Slam. I think this is yep. probably going to be the biggest fishing tournament that the state of New Jersey's ever seen. This is that's the biggest multi-species freshwater tournament New Jersey's ever seen. I think that's what this is going to be. I, I would have to agree on that. I know that there's going to be people from all over because it was pushed out so much, and we still have another month before it's even here mm-hmm. um and it was it was being pushed out from whenever the idea <laughs> was first made um and it, it's it's gonna be big um just so having people, being just able so, to fish both lakes is great oh yeah just so people know because they don't really know yet but the tournament's july 21st to the 23rd it's going to be on round valley and spruce run including yep. the round valley swimming area and um, there's five different divisions, lake trout, rainbow trout, brown trout, smallmouth and largemouth is one category, and then hybrid striped bass. So five different species, one tournament. Um, the payouts are for first, second, and third in all five of the categories, uh, and it's $40 per angler. And shore fishermen and kayak fishermen, are, this is just going to be insanity. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. You, what's you know, your you what's get... your my strategy? I could tell you like because obviously going for all five is just not. I don't know about that, but I you think I'm going to be skilled in in a certain set. You know, um, I'm going you know, trout fisherman. I'm going to go to Round Valley and fish for the rainbow trout specifically. And then I'm gonna go to Spruce Run and go for the hybrid. That's and that's all I'm gonna yep. do is those two things. Um, I I would have to agree on you on that. I mean, it, if it starts Friday at 4 p.m., I believe. Oh yeah. Um, it's gonna be good hybrid fishing uh, all night, and then I think you know you gotta you gotta split it up. Um, I know I'm not well, not well, but not. My strong suit isn't largemouth bass. Not me um, neither. It, it's definitely trout and hybrids. So I th- I think if you want to to win, you have to pick two species you're good at and just 
target them hard. I, I know there's going to be a lot of shore and kayak guys. If, if they're good at bass fishing, stick to spruce run and stick to the round Valley swimming side. If they're, if they're good at trout fishing, just stick to trout fishing. I, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and definitely splitting your time between both lakes is, is going to be a must have if you want to place in each division. So, I mean, in, in actuality, there's going to be 15 people in the money. It, it's right? it's, it's going to be hectic. This is going to be great. Look, Are you fishing in so this, Chris? I mean, it sounds like it's crazy, but, I mean, uh, like you guys have the date set already or no? Yeah, 20, it's July, July 21st to the 23rd. It, it's it's I'm, worth I'm, it to enter just with the, the raffle, you know? There, there's going to be so many prizes. Uh, it's, it's definitely yeah. going to be it's it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. Oh, Mike, Mike, Mikey, Mikey K actually already sent me a picture of um a whole table full of prizes full that he has already. Prizes and it's gonna and be it, it's gonna be hectic. When you you're bought you're just buying into the tournament for the forty dollars gets you a door prize ticket to yep. to be able to win all those door. It, it's it looks awesome and then. I think there's even going to be Calcutta's added. It's going to get nuts. So I believe so. Um, you know what? Have, um, I, I, I used think... to I used to do some stuff. I used to do some content. I stopped doing it for a while. I think I will do this one. I mean, this this sounds pretty it's, awesome. I'll be honest. It's going to be fun. It's, oh, we have it's to do be this. Fun. We have to. We need a lot of people. We need new anglers do that you? don't fish these lakes. What? I have to do it with you. Uh oh. Not if you don't want. You want to go against me? I'll keep. Uh, oh wait, is it? Is there teams? Are we fishing? Like, is it per boat or is it per? Uh, guy? I think it's it's per guy. You know? Yeah, it's per person. It's per guy, yeah. But so if I, all right, well, all right, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here, just because we're on the subject. If so, okay, I'm fishing with Joe on his boat. Technically, we're fishing against each other. Yes, pretty much. But I guess if it, if it's just only one fish, it's 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 each one fish biggest, second biggest, and third biggest for each category. Correct? We could yep. both win. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's you, not like it's not like a bass contest where you're getting your biggest five or anything like that. No, because no, if you have, you be, could have the biggest rainbow and I have the biggest hybrid, we're both winning. We're both winning first right. place if, for each division. And so and if if before the contest you and I personally decide that hey, whatever either of us win, we'll split it. That's between us. That doesn't yeah, really that's affect between the you guys, doesn't uh, yeah. I'm not in uh, it for okay. the money anyway. I'm in it for the glory. It's it's gonna be Whoever whoever wins each division, they're gonna be. Then you gotta win every division. I want the hybrid. I'm going after the hybrid. That's the one I want. If I had to pick one, it's the hybrid. I want the hybrid. Well, I like you guys were talking about strategy. I mean, you gotta pick. You gotta pick what you want to go for first and go for it. And here's then, two, you know, here, then, I'll, I'll predict two things. The winning rainbow trout's gonna be caught at night during the tournament. It's gonna be caught at night. The one that wins and. The brown trout is going to come from Spruce Run on accident, on complete accident. Some guy <laughs> going for hybrids is going to catch the winning brown from Spruce Run. I don't know about that. I mean, you only see that happen in uh, it what, early once spring. A year. Well, once what browns in Spruce Run? Yeah, but not not in the summer. There, yeah. There's no browns in Spruce Run. No uh, idea not. what you're talking about. No, they're not there. That's All right, well, let's not. Maybe. They said it live already. Yeah, all right. Oh, we have to man. stop talking about tournament because we need to save something for your dad's episode. So, 
because we basically have nothing left to talk to him about now. Um, are we does he do, are we does he do anything else other than fish? I, I don't that, know. That episode's a bust already. <laughs> now, what day is that? The 29th, we have Con. I think it's Mike Conry, your Mike dad. Mike Conry and, and, and Ron DeGraff. Yeah. Yep. So we have all three of them coming on, uh, and they'll have all the details on this. Yeah, um, they're going to have all the details for the, the tournaments. Um, you know, and if you want to get more information, uh, the next there's a Round Valley tournament on the 11th. Um, there, there's going to be info there, and the Round Valley meetings are every third Thursday of the month. Um, and, uh, it's definitely worth going to, you get a lot of information, meet a lot of people. It's a good time. All right, Justin, uh, I really appreciate you coming on here before you leave. You want to plug all your stuff. So everyone, I, I want to actually make sure I get all this too, because I want to dabble around let's, this, uh, color mixing. Let's thing. repeat everything. Make sure everything's out there. Yes. Do we want to hit Seneca Lake? Oh, that's right. I, that's we can what hit I that. I forgot. Seneca Lake. Yes. Go Seneca Lake. Give us the Seneca Lake story. All right. Seneca Lake. Um, it was, there was, I believe, 18 Round Valley Trout Association guys. We all went up. Um, it, it, was, it was a good time. Um, we definitely fished hard. Um, me and Reddy Salisi were on the same boat partnered up uh on the first day the first fish we landed um i caught on a two color it was a 4.05 brown and that held second place for two days um and and then eventually i got kicked into third and then on the second day uh ready ended up catching a five point Four, I believe, Brown, and that that booted me off into fourth and put him at first, and that's that one first place Brown. Uh, me and Reddy fished hard, um, and we we made a great team. Uh, Matt, my dad, and Mike V, uh, they fished on my dad's boat, and they they caught big Lakers. They caught Browns. A lot of salmon were caught. Um, I know Mike Connery caught a, I think like a third place landlock that eventually got booted off, but it was all big fish this year. Um, I fished it for the first time last year and it was, it was wild. Um, not, not as big a fish though. I believe last year a 10.2 Laker won it this year, a 12.2 Laker won it and Second place Laker was 11, and it, it was all big fish. Rainbows up to 9 pounds. Browns were 5 to 4 pounds. Uh, landlocks were huge, 8 to 7 pounds. It, it was just, it was crazy. Um, and You pretty much do the same thing as you, that you guys do on Round Valley, or you have to yep. change it up? Little, little Warriors. Um, big shout-out to them, because they... they they work like no other spoon. Round Valley, Merrill Creek, Spruce Run, Seneca Lake. That that's it. That's it. Little Warrior. 
Um, they they definitely catch the most fish. They have good action, you know, faster speeds, slower speeds, um, and it's a good all around bait. They'll catch pretty much anything. Um, I, I like to use just a plain, you know, regular bait fish pattern with a silver back. Uh, I think it does great for any lake. It's I'm applying the same things I do at Round Valley to pretty much everywhere else I troll. Um, I apply it to Lake Ontario, apply it to Seneca Lake, and you know, applying those skills that we use down here, we're able, the last two years, um, last year, Jeremy Romer caught, and Greg Wojcik fished as a team, and they caught first place Brown. So by applying our skills here at Round Valley up there, you know, we're definitely doing something right. Because for Round Valley Trout Association guys to win first place Brown two years in a row, we're, we got to be doing something right, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's so cool that, like, and, you know, like, people that don't know anything about New Jersey, they just, uh, you know, they live somewhere, uh, you know, oh, yeah, Jersey Shore, there's no fishing. Like, no, the guys that fish New Jersey are uh, in a class of their own. And stuff Definitely. like this proves it. And that's why I think it's so cool. You can literally take what you learned in New Jersey, go to another lake, and basically give the local guys. I mean, how many guys do you think in that contest that literally I think there was just 850 that lake? guys that fished, um, or 850 boats. I'm not sure if it's guys or boats, um, but... There, there's definitely a lot of people that live on the lake. They've been doing what they're doing for years now. And for us guys to just go up there and take what we already know from Round Valley and apply it up there and be able to get first place, it's definitely, we're definitely doing something right. And you know you're doing something right when you're getting first place Brown, second place Brown. Uh, I believe Ron the Graf uh got third place rainbow for a little while and that was seven or eight pounds and you know they're doing the same thing they're doing at round valley planer boards dipsy divers we're definitely doing something right yeah there's there's too much consistency to say it's just luck or it's just by chance like the new jersey anglers are a force to be reckoned with and like Whatever, no one wants to believe it. Don't believe they, it. I, I just underestimate that. That's I, it. Let it let it's it like, be. I don't care. I want. I just want the New Jersey guys to understand that they've got it pretty good here. Like you, you've, you know, yeah, you got to try. You, it makes you a better angler. Yeah, you got to try a little does. harder sometimes. It's, it's you got a lot of pressure the on some lakes. place to fish. You know, there's yeah, a lot of people make fish. you a better angler. The elite. Definitely. The elite anglers of New Jersey are a little extra elite because it's just harder to pull it off here. I I agree. I mean, they're I, I New bet Jersey you those fishermen. guys can't come down I here and that. jump in I, a Round Valley tournament and do the same thing. I bet you anything. Yeah, we're I, gonna have a little I, fun. I would have to agree have with you with him while he's here. You have um, so he sells assortments. Um, he sells lure assortments that are already made. So I'm yeah. gonna play a game of manhunt, and the get the, the game is for John Gabarini. The first person, the first person 
who finds John Gabarini fishing on a lake. You have to yell mayhem at him, take a picture of him, and post it on the mayhem page. The first it's got to be a video. Oh, you could videotape him too, but I'll take a picture. Whoever finds John Gabarini first, I want a picture of you screaming at him, mayhem. I'm going to have him. How do you him. take a picture screaming at someone? Let Make it be a gotta, video. Gotta be All right, a you got a video. Be a video. You got a scream in I a want, video. I want him to be scared, like almost fall out of his boat because someone Heel. just screamed at him. All right, you've modified it. So the first person to send me a video of this guy with you screaming mayhem at him, I'm going to call Justin, and I'm going to have him send you his uh, big bass bundle. Unless you want a different one, I'll get you a different yeah, one. Yeah, there's what multiple you? bundles, saltwater, freshwater. If you're anywhere much. where you're videoing Gabarini, though, you're probably going to want the bass one, so bass I'll get one. you the bass one. Yeah, and I have smaller assortments, too. You know, I have, uh, like, here, this is, like, a bass sampler. There's yeah, I'll get him a bit. For, for a video of Gabarini, though, I'll get them the big one. I'll buy him the big <laughs> Justin, I mean, what, what, so plug all your stuff. Make sure you get it all out before you go. Uh, Warrior Spoons, I love them. Um, my dad, definitely, he's, you know, he's the main reason I'm fishing all the time. Um, we fish as a great team. Ready, Salisi, we dominated up in Seneca. Um, and just... Right over there. That that's it. I think that's that's it. Big buck. Big and of a course, lot of our a lot out. of our uh, a lot of our viewers don't like to look at Joe's face, so they just listen. So if you want to read the website out loud one more time. Uh, so it's bigbuckbaits.square.site. I'm gonna change it to dot com eventually. But um last plug I have to say Round Valley Trout Association. Um, I think they're doing a great job um, trying to enhance the fishery, and uh, I think that's it. Definitely. Justin, yeah, and, uh, and just, just so we're clear, if you type in – I just did it. If you type into Google Big Buck Baits, it comes up. It'll you, come you, up. You, if you, even yep. if you forget the, the website. Yeah, and, and dude, it'll come right up. Justin, Justin I, I know you know how lucky you are that, that your dad's shown you how to fish. You've probably been fishing since you could hold a fishing pole. You, you're – so far ahead of the game dude i hope you you keep your love for it and and love for making baits it's awesome thank you justin so much dude for coming on i hope uh hopefully we see you out there soon good luck sunday thank you very much i appreciate it thanks man see you guys later take care bud see ya all right guys so uh pretty much that was it Justin, you had a uh, pretty interesting guest. Um, uh, that's, I mean, that's awesome. I, I couldn't even believe that he's 16. He's, he's got, you know, obviously his dad helped him probably, you know, start up the company. But he's got, but he's got his own company. He's making these baits. He's selling them. He's making money, you know, and, and it doesn't even matter how much, right? Like, even if he's just making enough to feed his fishing passion. Like, right yeah. there, he's ahead of the game, right? Well, just like I said, I mean, I could see myself on there tinkering for hours with, oh, my God, look at this tail with this color, and I'll end up buying 10 different ones and never use any of them because it's just what I do. But, 
you know, I used I used to mess around with it in the garage and like make my own stuff. But like it gets if you don't really love it, it just it, it just starts to get tedious after a while. And the but next I, thing you know, you I just, could tell you could tell just by the way he was moving it that it was you could just see it's better than a gold. You, you could see it. Oh no, I, I, a lot of I mean a lot of a lot of lures are better than a gulp as far as the movement goes. I, yeah, I'd, I'd the, love to not think that I have to use gulp. I'll be honest. The, I would love to make myself believe that I don't need to buy gulp anymore. <laughs> the bigger news from him though, is this tournament. Th- this tournament is going to be like, you're going to have to call the national guard in for this, uh, for armed security down there because everybody is going to go there. It's going to be like the proving grounds that, Five different species across the board on two different lakes for three days. It's going to be, that's insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and we we're not directly involved with the contest at all. Like, we're probably going to do it too, but we're, and oh. we're going to let them promote all of it all over the place. I mean, we're going to help them any way we can, but I mean, it's. We need shirts. It we is. Need, we need Team Mayhem shirts for all our people that are in it. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be great. But uh, it, it the, the contest is literally multi-species mayhem. It, it's going to be nuts. Will you let me sleep over your house for the two nights of that tournament? Oh, God. You have room for my boat, uh, too. I don't know. I, I'm going to install a lock on the outside of one of the doors, and I'll think about it. All right. Listen, guys, we'll be back next week. Uh, this tournament is, like, huge news. Like I said, we're not going to get too much into it because those three guys are coming on. Eventually, Mikey K is coming on probably too. Separately. It's, it's so, still a while. It's still a ways. Yeah, we got a ways, and we have a lot of people that know a lot more about it than we do. So, But it is big news. Keep it in the back of your mind because it's coming, and I really think it's going to be the biggest one ever. But. We will be back next week, as usual. Please, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything about subscribers tonight. I don't give a shit if you subscribe or not. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. Might get more. I don't care. Good night. See ya, Chris. You you could wrap it up. Oh, Joe. Uh, when we get off, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what we'll do about the subscribers. All right. I got. Listen. These these guys on the Facebook group are enjoying all these contests. We're giving away free trips and stuff. Next big contest that we do where we give away a big trip or something, guess what? It's only going to be on the podcast, and you're going to have to be a subscriber. Did you see the comment from the guy this morning on the page? He said, literally, he said to you, what what podcast are you referring to? On the Mayhem page. Like, I had to comment on it. Like, dude, this whole page was made for, for a podcast. Like, they don't even know. I'm still not 100% sure I know what a podcast is. I come on here, I talk with you, I talk to some other people, and then Deuce makes it appear on YouTube. I wish I had my flip phone back. I don't know what the hell this is. Apparently, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, All right, so we'll be back next. Who's the guest next week? Chase? Next week, we got Chase Grossman. Uh, We had some technical difficulties. He was supposed to be a guest earlier on. He'll be back. He'll be back to try again next week hopefully we get them on uh i think okay. it was a time issue uh actually i think it was your fault now all right we have it. to get we're about to hit andy's time limit so we gotta go we will be back next week see everyone next week see you later guys